All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome to day two of uh, Synergy Traders number 49. It's our annual Tech Wizards conference. So uh, I have another full day of um, uh, educators providing you actionable info on software, indicators, algorithms, apps, tools, and platforms uh, to help you make money in today's markets. So uh, the series is brought to you by TradeOutLoud.com, Anka Metcalf, and myself, David Cosmeter of TimingResearch.com. Uh, along with our uh, co-sponsors for this event. Um, also, um, and of course, uh, all of these presentations are for educational purposes only. Trading is not suitable for all people. Please consult with a financial advisor and only trade with money you can afford to lose. So to open the day today, we have uh, uh, Jake Bernstein of trade-futures.com. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to him. Great to have you here, Jake. Well, thank you, David, and thank you, David and Anka, for putting together a great show. I uh, look forward to doing a little speaking, and joining me today will be my associate, Brian Latta. It's, of course, very difficult, if not impossible, to teach you everything we've learned in our many decades in the markets in just a matter of one hour. But we can give you some valuable information, which we will do. And certainly, if you find you don't like the information, it didn't cost you nothing. So the bottom line is this. I've been trading since the summer of 1967. Brian has been trading for many years as well. We can teach you a few things. I'm a real trader. I trade what I teach. I teach what I trade. I have clients who follow my work all over the, all over the world. I've written about 45 books. I wrote the five best-selling books on day trading, although I'm not primarily a day trader, especially in today's markets, which I'll comment about later on. I believe that Brian and I can teach you some valuable things. But as I said before, the limits of time certainly prevent us from teaching you everything. I didn't come from money. I didn't have a rich daddy. In fact, I was born in a monastery in St. Cotillion, Germany, the world headquarters of the Benedictines, after my parents were released from concentration camp Stachau in Auschwitz. And so they are survivors, and I'm survivor of a survivor. Being that poor when I grew up didn't give me many opportunities. <clears throat> that many children had, but we moved finally to Canada, then to the United States. I completed my education in clinical psychology, and in the summer of 1967, I started trading purely by accident. The interesting thing about it is this. In the summer of 1968, I began my first job as a clinical psychologist working at an insane asylum in Chicago, a place called Dunning, which was the worst psychiatric institution in the country. About 5,000 prisoners, about 5,000 patients, chronic, psychotic, self-abusive, headbangers, autistic children, and so forth. It was a very um, sad place to work at because if you didn't have money, you went crazy, that's where you'd go. If you had money, you'd go to a private hospital. But I realized that in working at a mental institution, I really do the same kind of work that I'm doing now, except I get paid a lot better. The bottom line is this. Most traders would be great traders if it wasn't for the fact that they have psychological limitations. The weakest link in the chain in trading is psychology. The weakest link is you. Even with all the great trading methods we have these days, the computer techniques, artificial intelligence, fast order entry, virtually zero commissions, incredible amount of information all over the internet, people still lose money. I can take the best trading strategy in the world teach it to 100 traders, and 50 of them may apply it, and of the remaining 50, 
maybe 25 of them will apply it consistently and correctly. And of those 25, maybe 15 will have the discipline to see the methodology through to its end. And of those 15, maybe five of them will maximize the profit. It's a sad commentary, but it's true and we can't avoid it. What's the solution? The solution is not better information. The solution is discipline. Discipline is a very important factor. You've heard it a million times. But what is this discipline? Where does it come from? Does discipline come from going to a psychiatrist and laying on an analyst's couch for five years and saying, my analyst gave me discipline because he helped me overcome the bad training I had when I was potty training as a kid, or I had a childhood trauma? No. Discipline will come from confidence. Where's confidence going to come from? Is it going to come from a book? Is it going to come from my first book, The Investor's Quotient? Is it going to come from a book called The Disciplined Trader by Mark Douglas, Rest in Peace, who was one of my first mentoring students many years ago? No. Discipline is going to come from having confidence in what you believe and what you see. And the only way that's going to happen is if you have a methodology that can't be back-tested, a methodology that is clear, consistent, and based on rules. If you don't have that, you ain't got nothing. If you don't have a specific set of rules that are tested and proven, you're not going to have confidence. If you don't have confidence, you're not going to have discipline. If you don't have discipline, you're going to lose money. If you lose money, it'll undermine your confidence. If it undermines your confidence, you're going to lose your discipline or what's left of it. It's a vicious circle. My goal in my training has been to break that circle, to break into that problem with information and facts and reality. So let's talk about reality. And first, the disclaimer, of course, very important disclaimer. Believe it or not, you can lose money trading and therefore don't trade with money you can't afford to lose. Be clear in what you do. Understand there is a risk of loss in trading. So the question, why are we here today? We are all here today for basically the same reason. And that reason is to make more money or to begin making money by being good gamblers. What? Did I use the word gamble? Many years ago when I first started trading, if you used the word gambler or if you associated gambling in any way, shape or form with trading, you were in really, really bad shape. People got very mad at you because nobody in the investment world or in the trading world wants to believe that we gamble. But the fact of the matter is we are gamblers. We do a specific behavior in the hope of an outcome that's positive. We put money at risk in order to get a reward. So the first thing we need to do is admit what we are. We gamble. And if you don't believe that, look at all the websites that have gambled, that have started cropping up like Wall Street bets. So trading is basically gambling. Let's face it. And if you're going to be a good gambler, you have to learn how to be a good gambler. And good gambling is all about money. It's all about playing the odds. It's all about numbers. It's a numbers game. Over the last few days and tomorrow and today, you will see many presenters showing you their methodologies. In some cases, those methodologies have not been back-tested. We don't know if they work. They may look good on a chart. They may seem to make sense. They may have what we call face validity. They look valid. But the real question is, are they based on fact? Are they based on mythic, mythical, magical methods, and so forth? You have to decide for yourself, based on the credibility of the presenter, and the testing they've done. Just because an idea looks good on paper doesn't mean it works. So we are here today to become good gamblers. Gamblers use statistics, no matter what the game is. 
If it's football, baseball, basketball, it's all about the numbers. What kind of numbers? Every form of gambling has its own numbers. In trading, we need to have numbers, but our numbers are maybe different than the numbers that you would use in basketball or baseball. What are those numbers? We are going to show you today a few of the things that we do based on numbers. And by the way, from the summer of 1967, when I made my first trade, it took me 15 years. That's one five, 15 years to learn how to trade. Why? Because most of the information that's out there was absolute BS. It was someone's idea that prices should come down to a line on a chart called a support line. It was someone's idea that prices should go up to a place called resistance. It was someone's idea that a reversal or a key reversal was valid. We have computers. Let's use the computers. If the methodology that you're using is not based on fact, but based on expectation or myth or magic, you ain't got nothing and you never will. So my goal is this. I'm a completely practical trader. I find a pattern. I go to the computer and I say to the computer, here is the algorithm, the definition of that pattern. Study it. Does it go forward and predict in real time? What are the odds of success? These are the questions that I want to know the answers to. Very important answers. Otherwise, I'm not going to put any money at risk. So I like to practice not just KISS trading. You've probably heard the term KISS, right? Keep it simple, stupid. KISS, keep it simple, stupid. I like to practice KISS off trading, which means keep it simple, stupid, or fail forever. So when I see a chart with all kinds of lines and colors and patterns and support and resistance and 16 moving averages and stochastic and ADX and RSI, I say to myself, that person is losing money. But when I see a simple chart with one or two indicators, and I know those indicators are valid, I look at a person who is making money, but they might not be making the amount of money they could be making because they're standing in their own way with lack of discipline and lack of application and methodologies. So I'm going to show you a few things today and make some comments. So everything we do as traders is based on pattern. It could be chart-based patterns, fundamental patterns, behavioral patterns, reversal, key reversal, head and shoulders, flags, pennants, Fibonacci. These are all patterns. Patterns are important because they can be expressed in rules or formulas or algorithms. If you're using a chart and your method of trading is you look at the chart, you make an analysis, and you say, I think it's going to go up. I think I'm going to buy it here. That is not a good way to trade. And if you're familiar with what I'm talking about, you're probably using losing money. You need a pattern that's clear. If, then. If A, then B. So unless a pattern can be expressed as an algorithm, it's not part of what I do. It took me 15 years to learn that. I hope it doesn't take you 15 years. Every pattern has to be part of a structure. My structure is setup, trigger, and follow through, which I'm going to be explaining briefly. And by the way, if there's only one thing that I can teach you, if there's only one thing that I can show you, if there's only one thing I'd like you to, to internalize, if you haven't already done it, if you're not already familiar with my work, it's setup, trigger, and follow through. Always distinguish where you are in that paradigm. Are you in a setup mode? Are you in a trigger mode? Or are you in a follow through mode? I'm going to show you what I mean. In addition to that, every pattern that you use has to have a profit maximizing strategy and risk management structure. That's the follow through. There are no exceptions to these qualifications and rules. 
There's no room for analysis or interpretation. And every strategy that I use is standalone. So, example, I get a phone call, which I get many, many out, many emails. Jake, I'm looking at a key reversal in the bonds. The seasonal is up, but the key reversal is down. The weekly chart says the seasonal should be going up at this time of the year. The moving average channel on the seasonal chart is down, and I'm looking at the 50 and 200 day moving averages, and the golden cross has just happened, so it's an uptrend. I went to the daily chart and compared it with the weekly chart. Then I looked at the intraday chart, and the intraday chart says to sell. So what should I do? I say, get a good psychiatrist. You're going to need one. The bottom line is this. <clears throat> Every method you use is standalone. Don't take a signal from reversal in the key, rever key reversal and apply it with a 50 and 200 day moving average. First of all, you don't know if the 50 and the 200 day moving average works. The so-called golden cross and the so-called death cross. The bottom line is they don't work. How do we know that? We put it on the computer and we test it. So this is a very simple business. If you think you can make money by looking at a chart and interpreting that chart, it's not going to happen for you. You may be successful for a while, but sooner or later, you're going to give it all back. If you think you can make money by looking at a Fibonacci retracement, unless you have specific rules that go along with that retracement, you're not going to make money. It's really simple. Take it from me. I have been in this business for half a century. I've been on every side of the business. I've owned a brokerage firm. I've lectured at exchanges all over the world. I've mentored hundreds of students one-on-one. -on -one. I've, been, I've done 980 seminars and webinars. I've been on Wall Street Week. I've been on CNBC. I know what the hell I'm talking about. So let's take a look at a chart. We're going to go to some numbers. If I take a look at this chart of 3M, I see this plot. What does this chart mean? I've taken every year of 3M stock from 1970 through 2023. I've made the high of each year 100. I've made the low of each year zero. In other words, I've normalized the data. In the chart, I show the weeks of the year, an arrow up or an arrow down, and a number. Example, third week of April, 3M stock has been up from the previous week 65% of the time. I look over here. I see the first week of November, 69% of the time, up. I see what I call a seasonal run, a series of green up arrows. What do the green up arrows mean? It means a statistically significant move in that direction. Not an opinion but a fact. So it's not rocket science when I look at this chart and I see this series of arrows beginning the last week of October into the last week of November, the entire month of November. This is my highest probability move of the entire year. That's what I'm looking for. If I want a short-term trade, higher probability, it's right over here. Not every year will look the same, but within the context of what I've told you, set up, trigger, and follow through. What is this? It's a setup. It's a pattern, and the pattern is very important. It says, this is where my greatest odds of success will be, and this is when those greatest odds of success will be. Super, super important. And I can do this on every stock. I can do this on every futures market. Example, let's go to this chart, S&P, 1960 through 2023. And what I'm doing here is I'm projecting 2024. I know my strongest up weeks. I know my strongest down weeks. In fact, since 1960, there have not been any weeks that have been high probability on the downside. The bulk of activity has been on the upside, and I see my biggest week probability, 70% right over here. Now you might say, but it's such a small move. Well, would you rather have 
a high probability small move or a low probability big up move. For my money, it's all about the probability success. That's what I'm looking. That's what I want. So what's the bottom line? How can we use this information? We can use this information for constructing a strategy around it. And I'm going to get even more specific because for me, I want to know a number of things. The market to trade, buy or sell, when to buy or sell, what price to buy or sell at, what's my target, what's my risk, what's my profit maximizing strategy. Unless you know all of these things, you know nothing. And you're never going to change what you're doing from making a little money to making a lot of money or from being a loser and never being a winner consistent. So this is one method that I use, seasonality. Let's take a look at this stock, Broadcom. Again, from 1960 to 2023, and look at all these high probability moves. We know, for example, that the month of March has been high probability on the upside. And look at all these opportunities. Now, in part, this is due to the fact that there's a limited amount of data on Broadcom because it hasn't been trading for us. But the bottom line is we can search and find these trades very specific. So let's talk about this. If there's only one thing that I can teach you today, it is right now, right here. Set up, trigger, and follow through. If you don't have all three of these elements in your trading strategy, believe me, you ain't got nothing. I don't have anything to sell you. I don't have anything to try and get you hooked on. I have no intention of making you dependent on me. But if you can take this information, you will have gotten so much from me and it's going to change your life as a trader. And maybe more than that, if you understand what I'm telling you here today. And it's not rocket science. Set up. The setup is a pattern. The pattern is really, really simple. It is reversal, key reversal, seasonalities, cycles. These are all patterns. So number one, find a pattern that works. If you have a key reversal pattern and you feel it works, if you have a chart pattern that works, fine, no problem. That is your step number one. It does not mean that the pattern is going to repeat this time. It simply means the pattern is there. Let's look for it. How do we look for it? That's easy. We can scan a vast amount of data and get that pattern to show up when it happens. Once we have that pattern, we need that pattern to trigger. I will show you a couple of triggers today. Obviously, Brian and I can't show you everything. I don't even know if there's going to be enough time to introduce Brian to speak, but we'll try. The trigger says, yes, this pattern, which has been correct, for example, 77% of the time in the last 40 years, is going to trigger this time, increasing the probability of success. Once that pattern happens to trigger, the big work begins. Follow through. Follow through consists of three parts. Where are you going to be right? In other words, what's your first target? Number two. Number two, where are you going to be wrong? What's your loss? Number three, most important, how do you maximize the profit? How do you take that $400 profit and turn it into a $4,000 profit? Most traders have no idea how to do that. Why? Because they are so happy their system is working. They say, wow, I finally have a profit. This is really great. Uh-oh, I better, better grab that profit before it goes away. I better take the money and run. They take the $400. They're happy. They're relieved. And then over the next few days, they see that trade become worth $4,000. How do you avoid that situation? How do you take that profit target and turn it into a big profit target? Let's take a look at a couple of other things. I believe that trading by the numbers is the best thing you can do. Let me show you what I mean. I want to know what to trade, the contract month or the specific stock symbol, the buyer to sell, when to get in, 
when to get out, my stop, my profit to loss ratio, my percent winning trades. I want to know everything I possibly can know about a trade. Think for a minute. If you're not making money, if you're like so many traders who come home from work and sit and trade and study the market for two or three hours a night and are still not making money, there's a problem. The problem is what you're doing doesn't work or you're not working. Number two, the next most important thing is can you execute? Do you know exactly when to pull the trigger? Because I'm a numbers guy, because numbers have worked for me, because numbers have made me a lot of money, I like to do a search. Example, this is a typical order for me, a typical statistic. The name of the market, when to get in, when to get out, and so forth. So for example, here's a trade just recent. It says, buying March S&P futures, end of day, January 26th, getting out end of day, February 16th, or taking your profit, average profit, 34 points, has been correct 71.8% of the time. So what do we do? Very, very simple. Where did this come from? Let's take a look. I went to, just bear with me, one of my websites, seasonaltrader.com, where I'm able to research trades by the numbers and study their history. And when I studied the history on this trade, this is what I got. An average move of 34 S&P points with 71.8% accuracy. That doesn't mean it's going to be profitable 71.8% of the time if you screw up. But if you follow the rules, your probability of success will be very high. The question is, how did I get this? And remember that within the context of what we do, very, very simple. Setup, trigger, follow through. This is a setup. It says, this is the historical probability. Therefore, I need a trigger. The trigger that I use with this seasonal trade is two moving averages. Eight open, eight close. It's an eight period simple moving average of the close versus an eight period simple moving average of the open. Let me show you what I mean. Here is the chart right over here. The chart is really, really simple. It says the eight period moving average of the close is above the eight period moving average of the open on the entry date. Look at the chart for a moment. The green line is the eight period simple moving average of the close. And what does it say? It says that the eight period simple moving average of the close is greater than the eight period simple moving average of the open on that particular day. Take a look at it closely. The eight period simple moving average of the open is, I'm sorry, the close is above the eight period simple moving average of the open. What does that mean? It means that the moving average is in a bullish configuration. Because the moving average is in a bullish call has been forwarded to because it's in a moving average configuration that's bullish, it means the trade triggers. It's true the trade triggered way back here, but the bottom line is I'm only interested in that particular day. And on that particular day, the configuration was bullish. It says go ahead and buy because the seasonal has triggered. What happened? That was part two, the trigger. Part three, the follow through. The follow-through consists of a profit target and a stop. Going back to the original research, we can see the profit target and the stop very easily. Let me show you what I mean. The probability of success, 71.8% of the time. First target, 34 points. Setup, trigger, follow-through. Here is the setup. Buy it here. Trigger, right over here. Follow-through, 34 points. What happened? The very next day, it moved up 43 points. Therefore, the target was hit, and this trade was over in terms of the target. Because the target was hit, I removed one-third of my profits. I placed my stop at break-even, 
and I let the trade go to maximize the profit. Very, very simple. Now, let's go to the next slide. One moment, please. Also on my list for that week was a list, was a list of stocks. The stock list was very simple as well. It had five trades, or is it six trades? Five trades. I want to show you something very interesting and fascinating. Remember, we knew this information before it happened, before the fact. This is not 2020 hindsight. This was a list that was published a week ahead of time. And what did it say? It said that the stock Decker, buying end of day February 1st, getting out end of day February 23rd, was right 83% of the time, and their average profit was 7.12%. I'd like you to stop for a minute and compare what you see here with what you're doing or with what most people are doing. We know everything we need to know with one exception. Will it work this time around? We know what's happened in the past, but if you believe that the past does in some way predict the future, then you're in good company because I believe that for a fact. It's not perfect, but it's clear. It's trading by the numbers. If you trade by the numbers, it will change your life and your trading results forever. So what happened with Deckers? And this is quite uncanny. This is the day to buy right over here. Because of the fact that a trade which has been right 80% of the time or more over the course of many years, because that trade has been right 83% of the time or more, it does not require a timing trigger. Because it does not require a timing trigger, we didn't even need to go through this chart right over here. We simply buy at the end of this day, market on close. That's the rule that's part of the process. The profit target is right over here. 7.12%. What happened? The very next day, it reached a profit target of 7.62% right on the open with a maximum profit target that same day of 16.33%. So again, it's all about the numbers. If the numbers bore you, then this game is not for you. Now you might say, but Jake, look at this. Isn't this beautiful? The eight open stayed above the eight open eight closed for so many days in a row. This is a beautiful trading strategy, isn't it? Yes, it is. But it has its own rules, and it's a completely separate strategy, okay? It's really, really simple. It's not rocket science. So what can I do with this? Where did this trade come from? Very simple. I'm going to do a demo for you momentarily. I went to one of my websites, seasonaltrader.com, and I did some research. I asked the computer a question. For the entire history of this stock, Decker's Outdoors, were there any trades in February? that have been right 75% of the time or more for a duration of 25 days or less with a risk of 15%. It's called research. And please remember, we are differentiating this distinctly from what most people do. I'm not looking at a chart and doing an analysis. I'm not looking at a chart and saying, well, it looks like it wants to go up. I'm not looking at a chart and saying, it may work this year. I'm not looking at the earnings or anything like that. I'm looking at history. It's very, very clear. And then I'm going to show you in a moment how we can have the complete history from start to finish. Now, you're going to say, history does not always repeat itself. That's right, it doesn't. Because nothing we do is perfect. But having the statistics and knowing what has happened is going to be the key for many of you to gaining the discipline that you need in order to go from being a losing trader to being a winning trader or from being a winning trader to being a big winning trader. It's really, really simple. Let's do this. When I went to Seasonal Trader and asked this question right over here, the computer took me to a massive database and did the research and came up with this list and said, 
These are all the entries and exits, all the statistics that confirm to what you were looking for in your original search. And remember, my original search was right here. Please compare this to what so many people do with trading. They look at a chart and they say, well, it looks like it wanted to go higher over here and it, it kind of came down to support over here. Then it came over above resistance and the ADX and the S&P and the Swiss rank and blah, blah, blah. Forget about it. It's not important. What's important is the data. And even though the data is not perfect, we know that trading is not perfect. And that's why we build in our stop and our risk. And by the way, you can build in a very specific risk maximum by trading this as an option and say, if I buy an option, the most money that I can lose is the cost of the option. So let's go forward. Those are the statistics. Let's do a live search. I hope this works. Just bear with me. I'm going to do a new search. And I'm going to go to over here and share my screen. So in the chat, does everyone see? Oh, thank you very much. Does everyone see my seasonal chart? Good. So let's do this. I'm going to go back to here. I'm going to search a trade. Seasonal trades, U.S. stock trade. So I'm going to sign in. So I'm going to click over here. And I'm going to go to seasonal trades, U.S. stock trades. And I'm going to ask a question. Today is the 7th of February. And I'm just going to pick at random a few stocks from the list. 3M, Habit, Adobe, Forth, like so. And we're going to click it out, like so. I'm going to say, show me trades that have been right 80% of the time with a stop of 10%, meaning I don't want to risk more than 10% of my money. One moment, please. I want to be in these trades short term, so 25 days or less, like so. And again, I want you to understand what I'm doing here. I'm searching a massive database. In the old days, they called this data mining. But data mining is now suddenly respectable because you want massive data for artificial intelligence. So if the computer can find in the historical data what I'm looking at right over here, it will give it to me. If it can't, it will simply say, what I'm looking for doesn't exist. So let's check it out. Well, here's what the computer found. It found three trades in Google in Alphabet that begin on the 10th with 84% probability and one trade in APD, which begins on the 6th, which was yesterday, with 80% probability. And here's what we can do. We can look at the entire history of this trade. Example, here you go. Every year for the last 41 years is the result. And this is the equity curve right over here. Now, I happen to like the fact that it lost money last year. Why? Because of the fact, let's see, it actually made a small amount last year. But here I have everything that I need. It's not subject to interpretation. It's crystal clear what happened. Let's take a look at another one. Alphabet, the Google trade. Let's look at the history. I'll give you the good news and I'll give you the bad news. Here's the good news. A stellar record. The bad news, it's only got 19 years of history. I much prefer 20, 30, 40, 50 years of history, as many years of data that I can get. But in and of itself, it's an interesting trade. But I would certainly say that even though it's been right 84% of the time, I still need a trigger because of the limited amount of data. So this is part of the process that I use in finding trades with high probability. Let me show you something else. Let's go back to the seasonal trades and let me show you some. I can look at a seasonal chart of this trade that shows me exactly what to expect. Here you go. This yellow portion of the chart shows me the period of time that we've been looking at, the period of time for that trade. You'll notice that thereafter it tends to go much higher, but the probabilities are not that good. They're 50-50. I'm interested in high probabilities. 
my highest probability the entire year is right over here, right over here. End of October into the end of November, highest odds of movement on the upside. And these are the highest odds of movement on the downside. So again, I'm going to take you back to the beginning. What we're doing here is we're being good gamblers. We're using statistics. We're using the odds of success. We're using history to our advantage, which is what a good gambler does. So if you believe, like I do, that trading is gambling, then this is the methodology for you. One moment, please. I'll see some questions in the chat that I cannot, cannot answer today because we're running out of time. I wanted to show you a few more things. I can take this chart, chart and I can turn it into a daily chart. So look, for the February 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th through the 19th, in this particular stock APD, has been a very bullish period of time. Again, no guarantee that it will repeat, but with timing, it makes things much better. What do we know? Expect a big move, expect a high probability move, and again, part three, trigger, trigger, trigger. I want to go back to the previous presentation, bear with me, and I want to give Ryan a chance to talk. So just hang in there for a second and share the screen, and we're going to go back to the presentation, and I want to show you something. I'm going to run through a couple of charts here and introduce a new concept to you. So just, by the way, if you want a copy of this PowerPoint, I will provide it to David and Anka, and you can write them and they can get it from them, because there are a lot of slides here I haven't had a chance to cover. Here's what works for me. The moving average channel method, expansion, contraction, which Brian is going to talk about, seasonality, divergence, and profit maximizing strategy. If there's a trading system strategy or method that's available to traders, believe me, I have traded it, I have tested it, I have rejected it, I've accepted it, I've refined it. These are the ones that work for me. And this is what Brian and I teach in our classes. And by the way, I'm a real trader. I trade what I teach and I teach what I trade. Let me show you something. So just bear with me. We've been through this. As I said before, it's difficult in the course of one hour to teach you everything we do. So just here's a few testimonials. Okay, so here it is. I'm going to turn it over to you, Brian. And why don't you briefly describe the concept of what we're looking at here and what we do with it? Oh, thank you for that, Jake. Um, expansion contraction indicator Hi, is Brian. plotted at the bottom of the screen and wealth charts here it's the hey, Brian, green Brian. excuse me tell them a, tell them a little bit about yourself ah okay well i thought that might have been included originally but i have started trading in 2000 uh, after being a personal investor not being happy with uh, brokers recommendations and that means i've been analyzing trading systems for over 20 years and also uh, within the first few years started uh, coaching traders. So I really do coaching systems, which are 100% objective, as Jake says, 100% programmable rules to get in, rules to get out at a loss that are uh, risk limiting, and rules to get out of the gain that are profit maximizing. And my specialties are uh, stock options for growth and also retail currencies. So uh, the indicator at the bottom said expansion contraction was developed based on Jake's moving average channel strategy, which is shown up there with blue and line over price uh, that you may or may not be familiar with. Uh, however, it was designed to show us the strongest parts of moves up or down and evidence uh, not only by the indicator at the bottom, but the color coding over the candles or bars and price. So we'll show clear rules to get in. And we've also programmed uh, profit maximizing rules and risk limiting rules. And this has been back tested uh, between five to 20 years on daily and weekly charts. 
uh, and shown to be consistent of positive outcome and trending gets uh, over time. So again, just taking what uh, Jake's taught and systemizing it um, and to clear rules. And then again, I'm not a trader, so to speak. I'm a system trader. I tell people, uh, as I don't like discretion at all, I'm not very good at discretionary trading, but I can trade rules. May so, I just for a second, Brian? Sure. Yeah, what what uh, date? What um, Brian said is super important for me. The decision is very simple. It's either red light, green light. So when my cone changes from red to green, the trend changes for me, and that's a buy signal. When the cone changes from green back to red, it's a selling opportunity for me. I'm out of my long position. I'm into a short position or put option. It's very very simple. Red light, green light. No analysis. No job owning. Furthermore, the bottom of the channel, which consists of two moving averages, 10 simple high, 8 simple low, serves as support in an uptrend, or in a downtrend, it serves as resistance, so forth. So these are all sell points right over here to added positions on the short side. And then, of course, the trend changes red to green from bearish to bullish. It's impossible, as I said before, within the course of a limited amount of time to teach you this whole strategy, but we further this strategy by allowing the computer to search for us and find these trades. So as an example, well, let me give it back to Brian. Brian, go ahead and tell them a little bit more about the contraction, for example, on his chart. Uh, you're right. Tesla's chart, um, which was initially bullish on the left side of the chart, did turn bearish at the beginning of this year. And due to the unstable nature of expansion contractions trend component, uh, the cone or cloud uh, red shaded area in the background, this will stay trending um, for quite some period if we do have strong bear movements. And so, again, there's actually 30 or 30 tradable characteristics with this indicator, including normal distribution and overbought and oversold and divergence. So uh, as we're trying to keep it really simple here to just the basic uh, trend trades rules. As you can see, Jake's uh, setups with the ones and the twos and the fives are Jake's bear setups here. And also that just occurred in the downtrending market as again showing some stability in here on Tesla. And at least the stock trade here is up 2.32% right now on a 2% risk and still open with the third position. So again, back tested and forward traded for validation gives a person unshakable confidence. And that's really what you're looking for. No brainer setups to get in with clear rules that have been tested. Yeah, let me make a couple of things really clear. Because this strategy and all the strategies that we use are very specific and completely 100% rules-based, they are so simple that even a computer can do them. So by being able to specifically indicate the algorithms and the rules, the computer is able to show the sell signal right over here based on all the rules. And for, furthermore, on the Wealth Charts platform, we can go in and scan and find all those trades that have given new bullish signals, new bearish signals. So the computer does all the work for us. And all we have to do is decide whether we're okay with the risk or not okay with the risk. It's actually very, very simple. So example, the wheat chart. Again, if you're a futures trader, it's short over here. And all of these moves to the top of the channel are specific numbers that are defined as selling opportunities. So we do that all very, very clearly and very specifically. Furthermore, if you look at the intraday, if you're a day trader, this is the behavior of the expansion contraction on the day trade 15-minute S&P chart. Would you like to comment on this one, Brian? 
Uh, thank you for that, Jake. Yes, currently at the right edge of the chart, the last bar would be classified as weak down. Uh, the light red uh, bars in this case are showing where we are short-term uh, bullish. However, the long-term trend is still down. So this will give us strong up, weak up, not trending, weak down, and strong down uh, conditions. And because the methodology is so clear, we know, for example, that when we're in the green zone, in other words, when the cone is bullish, we can buy the bottom of the channel support, take profit at the top of the channel resistance, buy the bottom of the channel support, take profit at the top of the channel resistance, so that you can have numerous approaches within different time frames using this methodology. Example, people talk about the S&P, the big bull market in the S&P. Please understand, this is the daily expansion contraction chart of the S&P showing what? The entire up move that we're still in as of today started right over here and has continued. And every single time we've come down to the bottom of the channel, which is a specific number, eight period simple moving average of the low, that has proven to be a buying opportunity with the market eventually going back up to the top of the channel resistance or continuing in its bullish trend. I think we have another one. And here is a very recent, if I'm not mistaken, February the 2nd, 15-minute S&P chart. Brian, your comment? Uh, this is also bullish and has been since uh, 9 a.m. It appears on the 1st, if that was a tradable day. So again, this is showing a longer period pattern over multiple days where it's been strong up or weak up. Uh, tradable on the initial initial setup and trigger and add-on trades at the lower uh, channel, as Jake said, gives us an opportunity to add the winning trades once we've got to break even. And let me stress something very important. The big money is made in the big move. So looking at the chart, seeing that we turned bullish here, actually all the way back here, and carried over into the 15-minute chart of S&P the next day, there was not a single sell signal. There was an opportunity to buy at support, get out of resistance bottom of the channel, top of the channel. But if you have the discipline to put your order on and walk away and give it the rest of the day or until the indicator change direction, this is where the real money was. This is where the amateur money was over here. So what I'd like to do is this. Show you one more chart and then take some questions in the chat. So here is a recent move in copper daily chart. And here's another move. And by the way, if you're a long-term trader and you're a futures trader, this is the historic move in cocoa that we are in right now on a weekly chart showing the expansion contraction indicator right over here. Brian, you want to tell them where they can get the indicator? Uh, yes, it's actually at expansioncontraction.com uh, for free, and it is available in many of the major uh, chart services. Again, any problems with it, just let us know. Hope you get it all set up. Exactly. So let me talk to you about a couple of things, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> Ryan, let's take some questions from the chat. Uh, I've got a question that says, are these indicators easy to install on TradeStation? Uh, yes, uh, they do have an import function in TradeStation that it is available uh, for TradeStation as an import, again, for free on that site. Um, again, I don't see any specific questions on expansion contraction. Uh, install on Thinkorswim, yes, it's available for that too. Uh, Metastock, uh, NinjaTrader, Trade Navigator, uh, or many of the platforms uh, that's available, um, even MT5 uh, on that if you're a Forex trader and just using those platforms. Uh, again, uh, the coding on that should be uh, clear. Okay. Um, hang on one second. And yes, for TradingView. Sorry, Jay. And yes, M well, MT4, MT5, that's all getting updated. So on the question about what about MT4, 
Uh, it's out on MT5. I haven't tried it on MT4, but I'm trying to make it available for everybody on different platforms. I am a trade navigator user and programmer uh, and program systems on that as my preferred platform, uh, but it is available and useful on many others for free. Okay. Uh, hold on one second here. Let me see what you're, how we're doing on time. We only have a couple of minutes left. But let me get back to the PowerPoint presenters. Bear with me, ladies and when you have two when you have conflictual signal with two patterns, you, okay, we always take the one that's first. Whatever triggers first is the one that we take. And if you have two of them that are conflicting, you're still in one that triggered first. Furthermore, we take the one with the lowest risk. So we have specific rules for that as well. Can everyone see my PowerPoint? I'm still seeing your uh, QQQ chart. Okay, hold on one second. Let me make a little change here. I want to give them some contact and stop share. And let's come back to share screen. Just bear with me. But while you're updating that, Jake, there was another question about the dotted up and down lines. Um, the, I did plot standard deviations that are horizontal in the indicator at the bottom. And again, that was as an option trader. I like to know what's normal um, and what's strong and what's uh, not trending. So I'll use that for that on that. Thanks. Let me get to that chart and show it. I think you should be seeing my expansion. Hang on one second. We'll get there. Okay, so Brian, do you see the expansion contraction chart? Yes. Okay, so you want to relate to that question regarding the, the standard deviations? They are the horizontal lines that Jake's pointed to. There's a small dashed, and then there's actually a medium dashed, and then a solid line. Um, those are moving standard deviations, so they're not literally the standard deviation of all that plot. But it does allow us to take 500 periods, which is a large amount of data, and determine what's normal. And then that just gives us additional definitions. As I said, 30 tradable characteristics with that and all programmed out in the systems back tested. Uh, if you need a no brainer reason to get in or out at a gain or a loss, you definitely need to have the rules based systems on that one that have been back tested. Ideally, you do your own back testing, certainly for all the traders I've coached in the past. The ones that get it do back testing, if it has to be manual to prove it to themselves. So let me review what we tried to teach you today. Set up trigger follow through, the importance of having specific data, and take it from me, a person who's been trading now for 52 years, you're not going to make any money. You're not going to make big money. You're not going to go from being a loser to being a winner. You're not going to go from being a winner to being a big winner, unless you have specific, clear, rules-based strategies, which are available, which you can research by the computer, Mine may not be the best, but they're certainly working for me. And as I said before, we have nothing to sell you except these ideas, which are very important. And keep that in mind throughout the course of everything you hear in the next couple of days.